The Adventures of Jane Arden. A thrilling drama of a fearless girl reporter, the most beautiful woman in the newspaper world. Jane Arden, star reporter for the Bulletin, important newspaper of a big American city. We take you now to the 10th floor of the Bulletin building. The entrance to the floor is guarded by a watchful reception clerk. The room stretches the full depth of the building, a maze of death. Men in shirt sleeves, cuffs rolled up, green shades over their eyes. Typewriters click, telephones ring, copy boys dash from desk to desk. Far back in the room is the slot, the double row of table-like desks over which the rewrite men finally shape the stories as they will appear in the bulletin. And guardian of the slot, commander of the news staff, Eddie Dunn, city editor, says, the final arbiter in the news of the day. Yeah, hold it, Jimmy. Here she comes. What's all the excitement? Well, Mr. Dunn wants to see you, Miss Harden. Well, I'm practically there. Uh, Jerry, be a good cub reporter and cross my papers on my desk, will you? Yeah, if you don't quit calling me a cub reporter, I'll never get inspired to be anything else. Well, turn in about ten good stories for Eddie Dunn, and you might get inspired to take the cub off. Oh, give me a chance. That's all I say. Just give me a chance. And I'll be the best male Jane Arden in the rack. Oh, Jerry, what a goal. Well, wait till I see Eddie and see what he wants, and then we'll go for that cup of coffee. Now, tell him to put me on a decent assignment, will you? I'm tired of looking up famous facts about famous people. <laughs> you tell him. Hi, Eddie. Oh, there you are. Listen here, young lady. When you're going to treat me with more respect, no other woman on the bulletin staff calls me Eddie. Well, they're afraid of you. Well, why aren't you? <laughs> afraid of all that bark and no bite? I'd be a pretty bad writer if I didn't see under your bluff, Eddie Dunn. Wait a minute, that's enough disrespect for one day. The lucky thing, you're a good reporter. That's all I've got to say. Hey, Jane, I wanted you to uh, find out a little something. What are you doing on that Enterprise Export Company? Watching the office. You got anything? Well, they certainly pulled a fast one, opening their offices in the Bulletin Building. That is, if they're engaged in running contraband. I know. We've agreed on that at least five times. What I want, Jane, is something new. They've had a lot of visitors in their offices the past couple of days. All right, who? Oh, I don't know. I can't ask them to register. Well, something's going to break there and in a hurry. I've seen two or three Federal Bureau of Investigation men hanging around. Is that what you mean? Yes, that's part of what I mean. Oh, wait a minute. Where are you headed for? For a cup of coffee. I missed my breakfast this morning. Anything you want me to tell the elevator boy? I put my last dollar on it that Delaney's going along on your tea party, too. <laughs> Coffee, not tea. And, Mr. Gunn, I'll bet that's the first dollar you've won since the gold rush. That's the good news. Which elevator will it be, Jerry? Private or general? Well, let's take the general. I like crowds. Yes, so do I. Step back in the car, please. Either one of us weighed a pound more. We couldn't get in. Hello, <laughs> oh, please. My goodness, you think they'd have bigger elevators in this building. Boy, I want to get out on a night. That's just all the way back up. What kind of an elevator is this? Keep your ears open. Will you please not lean on me? Yes, don't try to push. It's always like this around noon. First floor. Oh! The man's Will you let me out of here, please? 
Why, yes, he has fainted. Why, he's dead. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, tell him to keep moving. Okay. No one can help. Oh, boy, get the officer at the traffic corner. Jerry, yeah. Jerry, follow that man who's crowded past you. Don't let him get out of your sight. And telephone me the first chance you get. Okay, Jerry. Now, please, please don't crowd around like that. Please stand back. Come on, stand back, stand back. What's going on here? Oh, Mike, it's you. What's happened, Miss Arden? Oh, this man. I-, I was coming down in the elevator. And uh, let me have a look at him. Get back, all of you. I'll run the lot of you in for witnesses. Go on, Miss Arden. Well, a woman asked someone to stop leaning on her. When the elevator stopped, a man rushed out, and this body fell forward. Uh, right to the back. And the shoulder blades are not much bigger than a knitting needle. Sharpen and a razor. It's just the kind of a weapon a man could use in an elevator and have a chance of not being detected. So on a sailor's symbol. Yeah, that's what he did. Right in his palm. He must have known what he was doing. It probably went straight to the heart. Yes, he died instantly. There's an elevator beside you. Jerry Delaney, a cub reporter. You see him start when I ask that. Well, that's the way to get rid of him. Where's Delaney? I sent him to follow the man who crowded out in such a hurry. I'd say to leave a body, but I can't move him till the coroner gets here now that he's dead. Have you ever seen him before? No. You can look at the man Delaney's following. No, but I know he's tall and heavy and gruff. That's all. You'd better get up to your office and telephone the coroner. Telephone Inspector Murphy at the same time and do it before you start writing your story. All right, Mike. And you can tell Dunn there's no identification marks. Come on, all of you. Keep moving. on the elevator in this building. M- murdered? In the bulletin building? Yes. Stabbed. A long, needle-like weapon through his back and into his heart. Well, what are you doing about it? Mike, the traffic officer, is down in the entrance lobby with the body. Uh, let me use your phone. Okay, but wait. Murdered, you say? In an elevator in the bulletin yes. building? Somebody will swipe for this. Oh, come on, Jane, give me the facts. Oh, just a minute. You? I've got don't to get, get the coroner the and the inspector. What did you leave him for? Now, Eddie, don't go down there. Wait a minute. Hello. Give me the coroner's office. Hello, this is Jane Harden at the Bulletin. There's been a man murdered. Jane, listen, uh, let's don't waste time in the coroner. Stop talking, I can't hear. Yes, coroner, murdered. Officer 156... Jane, listen, Yes, Officer that... 156 is in the lobby of the Bulletin building with the body. Yes, I'm calling Mercy. Uh, Jane, listen, keep off that phone. No, that's red tape. Operator, get me Inspector Mercy at police headquarters. He's got to get word from the police before he does anything. Oh, you'll learn how the police work if you live long enough. Hello. Hello, Inspector Murphy. Hello, is this you, Inspector? Jane, tell him to get moving or I'll pour it into the police department like it's never been poured in before. I can't afford to have this happen in the bulletin building. Oh, I was trying to make Eddie Dunn be quiet. Uh, this is Jane Arden. There's been a man murdered in an elevator in the bulletin building. I've notified the coroner. Yes, Officer 156 is guarding the body. He's waiting for you. Now will you talk to me? Well, it's no wonder more than 40% of the murders in this city go unsolved. I told you something was going to break. You mean you think it's something to do with the Enterprise Export Company? All right. How did it happen? Just a heavy sigh. A man's body toppled. Someone screamed he's fainted. Uh, how many people were in that elevator? Oh, it was crowded. All right. What kind of a lucky man is the one who's dead? He's tall, dark, well-dressed, rather good-looking. Yeah, it doesn't mean a thing. Oh, I know. Death has a way of painting a mask over a face. 
Well, I can't stand here talking. Where are you going? Uh, down to get started on that story. Oh, Murphy in the corner won't be around for a while. Uh, uh, where's Delaney? Delaney. Oh. oh, Delaney. Oh, he was on his way to get a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. Where did you send him? I, I uh... Don't stall now, Jane, just because he's a nephew of the publisher. Eddie, Eddie, I'm on a story. Where did you send Delaney? Are you giving me the third degree? There's a murder committed in an elevator in this building, and you don't expect me to ask any questions. Now, where did you send Delaney? Just off on a hunt to follow a man who got out of the elevator. Oh, the man you think committed the murder. Eddie, honestly, how could I think any man committed the murder? Don't stall, And don't you try to spoil a good reporter. You don't spoil good reporters. Now, where's Delaney? I don't know where Jerry is. If he's following a man, he may not get back for some time. Then again, he might. All right, when he gets back, tell him to do the sob sister angle of this crime. Oh, Eddie, why don't you give him a break? I am giving him a break. I'm breaking him in. Jane, Jane, I got it. Oh, Harry, how'd you get back so soon? Well, I ran out of money. I knew it. Where did the man go? Well, he hopped a taxi cab. And what did you do? Well, I only had two bits in my pocket, and I just got the license number of the cab. Something? What is it? Well, I wrote it on a slip of paper, and then I came back into the building and took a look at the body. There wasn't any blood on it. It's a slip of paper. Let's see it. The license number, what is it? Well, I, I had it right here in my pocket. Oh, Jerry. Well, I know I had it right here. I, I guess I must have lost it. Well, anyway, Delaney, you can give us a description of what the escape man was wearing now. We can run it in the society column. Well, the cab was red. I remember that. Yes, and so were 200 others in this city. Now, we'll get police headquarters to have all squad cars on the watch for a red cab. And a tall, heavy man with a gruff voice. Uh, wearing a brown tweed suit, a, mm-hmm. a brown felt hat, and uh, with a slight limp. There. You see, Mr. Dunst? He does know. All right, Jane. Get downstairs. Talk with the coroner and Murphy. We've got an addition going to press in 55 minutes. Come on, Jerry. We've hit it now. We're on the trail of a real newspaper story this time. adventure will Jane Arden be led into through the murder of the man in the elevator in the bulletin building? And who is the man in the red cab? For the developments in this fast-moving story of murder and mystery, listen same time over this same station to the next episode in The Adventures of Jane Arden. <laughs> 